Hello, I'm your host, Liz Winter, psychic medium, life coach, counsellor and teacher for over 30 years. And I am excited to share with you aspects of the spirit world, meditate with you and share insights from the other side. Welcome to All Aboard the Mediumship. Hello everybody, I'm Liz Winter and I am so enjoying co-creating this podcast with Spirit and I'm actually amazed in a way it even manifested because it was something that was such a challenge for me to manifest and it started because one of my mentors suggested that I create a podcast and truly I thought there was no way that I could do that as the technology completely freaked me out and I just couldn't see it being possible. But I stayed open-minded and with a little help from others and, of course, the spirit world, here it is and I'm really excited because I really want to share with you my experiences with the spirit world and bring through to you reassurance and comfort that we truly are not alone in this life because I know it can feel very lonely in this life. But the more we are open to receiving love and guidance from the other side, the less alone we can feel. So thank you for being part of it. And I just wanted to mention to feel free to email me at info at lizwintermedium.com. That's info at lizwintermedium.com. And you will see that in my info in the description of the podcast. And if you have any questions you'd like me to address here on the show, I would love to hear from you. So I was a little surprised this week when I went within and asked Spirit what to cover in today's episode. They suggested famous people in the spirit world. And I went, wow, that's so interesting. So I have had several experiences with famous people who've passed on. And now I know it's a bit hard to believe. And even I'm cynical when I hear psychics saying that they talk to Elvis or whoever. (laughs) But, you know, I have had a few unexpected experiences One was when I was writing my first book for the love of spirit and I really wanted the book to be from my heart so people would feel it and be as candid as I could be. And I, you know, I felt like a real novice. I'd never written a book before and I, so I was doing courses and I was Googling like mad, how do you write a book? And I was just getting so confused with all the information between what I wanted to write and all the advice I was picking up on. So I actually sat and asked Spirit for help. And then after I asked for help, I had this very clear dream of John Lennon, who I always admired. And in the dream, he said to me in his Liverpool accent, which I can't do, so I won't try and do it, but he said, you don't have to follow the rules. And, you know, I woke up from that dream so relieved, like a burden had been taken off my shoulders. It was like I got permission to just be me. And I'm a big believer of visitations in our dreams from the other side. So I actually felt like he was visiting me. It wasn't a dream. 
but that whole subject is for another podcast. Another one that I had was with Elizabeth Montgomery, who was the star of the 1960s show Bewitched. And maybe like some of you older listeners, when I was growing up, it was one of my favourite shows. Anyway, a few years ago, I had just taught a medium development class and everybody had left the hall and I was there on my own and I was packing up all the chairs. And the last thing on my mind that day was Elizabeth Montgomery, believe me. If anything, I was sort of feeling a bit like, oh, you know, I'm packing all these chairs up on my own and I just put so much energy into this and sometimes I wonder, is it worth it? You know, I was feeling a bit like that. And then anyway, all of a sudden I felt this really warm and loving spirit presence in the room and I thought, oh, maybe there's still someone visiting in spirit from the class we just had. So I sat down for a moment to tune in to see what was going on. And there she was, Elizabeth Montgomery, clear as anything. And she came up to me and she said, I want to thank you for being one of my fans and encourage you to keep doing your spiritual work because you are helping so many. And then she was gone, just like that. The feeling was gone, the vision was gone. And I was just left feeling so honoured and thrilled, like, you know, like as if I just got a famous person's autograph and it was just so out of the blue. And then another time I received a message for someone in a reading. Now, when I was doing the reading, I couldn't get a visual on them, but I was hearing them. So I was using my clear audience. I I wasn't using the clairvoyance which you don't really have a choice in when you're doing a reading. Anyway, so I couldn't see who the spirit was that was coming through, but I could hear them clearly. And they said, I was someone who was famous when I was alive. I left the earth quite young, but I don't want to reveal my identity as it might throw you off. But can you please tell her, the person I was reading for, that I am looking out for her son and not to worry? And I also got the feeling that being famous did not impress this lady when she was alive. She had a very down-to-earth feeling about her, like no ego at all. So, of course, I relayed the message and the lady I was reading for said, my son is actually related to Princess Diana, so I know that it was her. And I just thought that was so clever of Diana not to reveal to me who she was. So what I have picked up from my guides is that when famous people pass away, once they get to the spirit world, (laughs) they're not really famous anymore. You know, they don't get special treatment or limousines or backstage green rooms. They are just, just like us, bearing their soul and... The other thing I've picked up is that in their soul contract agreement, which I believe is an agreement that we all make before we incarnate into a physical body, is that souls who are destined to become famous take on a really huge responsibility. It's a huge challenge because regardless of why they are famous or what they do, their lesson is about using their power to influence others in in a positive and helpful way. 
So if you're a famous musician, perhaps you will influence people with words and music in positive ways. Perhaps you'll help them to feel better and, you know, because music is healing and it brings people together. You know, maybe if you write a book, perhaps you'll inspire someone or or if you're a politician, your decisions can affect so many people's lives. And to use one's fame for the higher good of all, you know, it is like perhaps like being an advocate for a charity or helping others in need in some way. You know, these are the sort of activities that elevate our souls, whether we are famous or not really, but obviously though, famous people have the power to get to many people. And I think for some souls, it's just too overwhelming. And and I assume that maybe that's why many famous people check out early, like that is like they pass away at a younger age. It just becomes too much for them. But then for others like John Lennon, he left a legacy of peace or Princess Diana, who left a legacy of compassion, I I guess you'd say. You know, they really succeeded in that lesson, I feel. Although I'm sure their lives was very challenging and, you know, although it may look glamorous to be famous to those of us who aren't, I believe it's a big commitment to take on. So it's also interesting. And one famous death that really touched me was David Cassidy. He was the famous musician who was the star of the show The Partridge Family that was very popular in the 1970s. And I had a crush on him growing up. And I remember my sister and I had this big poster of him in our bedroom as teenagers. But anyway, he passed away a few years ago now at the age of 67 And his daughter, Katie Cassidy, posted on Twitter when he passed away, and this is a quote, my father's last words were so much wasted time. This will be a daily reminder for me to share my gratitude with those I love as to never waste another minute. Thank you. Unquote. And aren't they profound words? And when I read that you know, so much wasted time. I thought, what a gift David left in his last words, just to remind us how short life is. So much wasted time. What a gem of wisdom and a powerful reminder that we can choose to make the most of our time on the planet. And I think a gift that those souls give us who live their life in the public eye is we get to watch their life unfold and we get to watch when they pass away and we learn by watching other people's lives. And when they make mistakes, the whole world knows about it. And when they triumph, the whole world knows about it. So, you know, we can learn from them. So today I would like to share a meditation with you called the rocking chair meditation. And this is to help us clarify what it is we want to do with our precious time here while we're alive. You know, life really does go so quickly, but... We still have time if we want to make any changes in our lives for our own well-being and and just for the greater good. So now is a really good time to get comfortable and we will go into a meditation. Okay, so let's claim this time as some sacred moments nurture our soul and give some energy to ourselves for rejuvenation 
and healing. So let's begin by taking one beautiful deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. And just letting everything go. As we now begin to consciously give permission to our bodies to relax. Just releasing any tension that you're holding. You might like to scan your body and locate that tension. And then just consciously let it go. Letting it all go. Beautiful. Allowing your body to become a little heavy as our shoulders relax, the back relaxes, the neck, and the jaw, and your whole facial muscles are just letting go of any tension. Lovely. And we now put out a prayer of intention to our angels and guides for clarity and insight. We ask, Great Spirit, that in this meditation we are about to do, that you protect us and help us to be open to your love, to your care, to your healing and insights. Thank you, Spirit. Lovely. So now we travel in our minds to a beautiful green country scenery where you find yourself sitting on a soft, comfortable rocking chair on a porch of a lovely country home. And we take a moment to use our inner senses just feeling this soft chair, feeling your body sinking into it. Taking a look around the porch. There might be some lovely plants on your porch. Just having a look around, taking it all in. Taking in now the spectacular views of hills and greenery. It's a glorious vista and you automatically feel peace and contentment. There may be some birds flying around. You might hear them. Some amazing trees. Perhaps there's a lovely garden in front of you that you can see from the porch. The air is fresh and crisp. Perhaps there's some cows grazing on the grass or some horses in the distance. And mainly you're feeling this deep sense of peace and contentment washing over you. And it's so refreshing. And you're feeling so relaxed. You realise you were quite old as you gently rock away on your chair 
and you begin to feel a bit philosophical, as though you begin to look back on your life. As you're looking back on your life, what are you happy about in your life so far? Perhaps not so much in terms of worldly success, but how much have you loved? How much love have you received? Do you have any resentment? Is there anyone you could try a little harder to forgive? These are the things that will matter to you at the end of your lifetime. Yet we still have a life right now. But when we do go home to spirit, we want to go in a state of peace. And now you sense a guardian angel, or perhaps it's someone you love from the spirit world. Someone who loves you has arrived to help you and is with you, standing by your rocking chair, bringing in a deep sense of peace and wisdom. And I'm going to go quiet while you spend some time with your spirit helper and your higher self and think about what would you like to change in your life? What would you like to do while you are still here? You are so loved and supported by spirit and they want you to know that you can make wise choices while you're still alive. And your time now is beginning to wind up. And you thank your loved one in spirit. And you know you have shifted something on a deep level. Even if you're not sure consciously yet what it is, but it's going to be helpful to you. And you also know that you can come back to the rocking chair at any time. So now, gently coming back to the present moment, you may want to wiggle your toes and fingers as you're gently grounding back into your body. And as you come back into your body, 
you feel refreshed and more energy and you are going to go forward in your life now with more enthusiasm, more positivity and feeling more supported. Ah, so coming back, welcome back. You may want to write down any insights that happened in that meditation. Perhaps have some water is always good when you're doing meditations. So I hope that was helpful to you. And you may even want to do that meditation again at some point. It's a really good one to do when you're feeling stuck or you want to make some changes in your life. And remember, if you want to contact me or find out more about my work or books, ask me any questions. I would love to hear from you. And you can go to my website, lizwintermedium.com, and you'll see my contact details there. So thank you so much for listening. Look after yourself. Have a beautiful week, and I will see you next time.